You about to listen to Fresh Word with Prophet William Addison. Prophet William Addison is the executive pastor of Eagles House Chapel International, CEO of 12 Foundation International, a revelatory preacher, an international evangelist, and a psalmist. Get ready for the word that will transform your life forever. Thank you John was the only person that knew the mystery. If there was anybody who had the confidence and the boldness to talk about the love of Christ and to open us up to a lot of mysteries about who Jesus is, you will see John opening our eyes to a lot of deep things when it comes to Jesus. Now, John is opening the scripture and John is saying to us that in the beginning, there was an existence of a personality. And John is making us known that when the world began, this personality had a description he had a particular name that by which he was called. And you will see that John went very deep and by the revelation that was made available to him, John is able to tell us exactly the person that was present at the time the world was made manifest. Please watch the scripture carefully. John is saying, because this same scripture, if you read the book of Revelation, you will see that the same word, okay, was mentioned by John again in the book of Revelations. He referred to Jesus as the word. Please don't forget this. He referred to Jesus as the word. So you will see that there was a level of deep insight that John received. None of the disciples mentioned this. Only John told us that in the beginning, in the beginning, there was a personality that was described as the word. Please follow me. You see, this same word, if you change from the a capital letter to a small letter, it means another thing. So it tells us that the word himself is a mystery. If somebody asks you what is a word, okay, a word can simply mean a phrase. It can be a combination of words that can form a word. Are you following what I'm saying? A combination of words can form a word. A combination of words can form a sentence. One word can have different interpretations. Are you following me? One word can have different interpretations. So every time you talk about, that is why when you talk about the word, who is Jesus, his level of manifestation in the lives of people are different. Now, I'm not saying that he changes himself to everybody. He is the same person. But the way he chooses to manifest himself 
to his people, it comes in different ways and different forms. That's what I'm talking about. For example, when the presence of God comes down, there are people when, when they are praying, they will feel that a cloud has come upon them. That makes them to know that the presence is dawning on them. There are people, they will feel a click in their spirit. It means that the presence is there. There are people also who feel a vibration within their hands, their fingers, maybe their leg, or an aspect of their body, or one side of their body would give them a sign that tells them that the presence of God is there. And there are those also who can literally see that the glory has descended in the room. They can see it clearly with their eyes. So, this same word manifests himself in various forms, but he's still the word. Are you, are you what I'm saying? And that is why in the Old Testament, there is a way they saw him. You even see that to Jesus, when he was speaking, he said that when it came to Moses, there is a way God chose to manifest himself. And to the Israelites also, there is a way he manifested himself. But he's still talking about the same person. Are you following what I'm saying? So John is saying that in the beginning, there was a person, and that person is the word. Now, when he spoke like that, you, you will be asking yourself that, what is he talking about? Was it just a simple word spoken? <laughs> was it just a simple word spoken that took on the shape of a human being? Because if you read further, the Bible said, and the word became the word became flesh. So we have to be able to know what exactly he was referring to. If the word became flesh and dwelt among men to the extent that we beheld the glory of the word that has become flesh, then what was he talking about? That word becoming flesh already tells us that that word is a person. Because if the word is not a person, it cannot become flesh. Oh. Are you following what I'm saying? Get, get, keep, let's stay, let's stay, let's just stay at, at verse one. It says, in the beginning was the word, and the word uh -huh, was with who? And the word was with God. So now, and the, no, last one, and the word was God. So if that word was with God, and the same word was God, then that makes Jesus so much wonderful and a mystery to be. Conceived by just one person. You know, there are those who speak like they are the only person who knows the Holy Spirit. And it's not true. Because the way he reveals himself to people, it differs. It differs. So, you can have something that the Lord has chosen to manifest himself through. But sometimes, what you are even making noise about, they are, the fathers and the elders have walked past it a long time. Are you hear what I'm saying? They have walked past it long time. Sometimes I hear some people say certain things and those things I knew it when I first became born again. In my early infant stages of my work with the Lord, I knew those things long time ago. Sometimes I mean, when I make some noise, I ask myself, so this is what I'm making noise about. And this thing has been available long time. It is now that that person's work with God has exposed him to it. I was talking to a group of people and I shared something with them. And one of them said that this thing I have shared with them, it is the same thing one very popular big man of God spoke. I said this thing I knew it way back, long time. 
long time ago. You see, it is how the father chooses to unveil his son to you by way of the spirit that will let you have a certain spectrum of knowledge when it comes to knowing his son. Because you see, knowing his son is very, very important to our work with the father. If you don't know who Jesus is, you have missed it. Everything we do hinges on Jesus Christ. He, he is the focus of the father. And that is why when Jesus left us, whilst, whilst I was in my office, I was just reflecting upon the scriptures and I realized that John came to testify about Jesus. And if you read further, John is also saying in the same scripture that Jesus said, when the spirit comes, the spirit will testify of me. John came to testify of Jesus. Follow me carefully. He came to testify of Jesus by, by which means? By means of the spirit. Even though by them the spirit has not been poured, but yet he was able to operate by the spirit. Please follow me. You know why? <laughs> because John already had an impartation when, the, when, when his mother and, and the mother of Jesus, they collided. When they met, there was an infusion. There was an impartation. There was a quickening already. So he received his first baptism. I'm saying baptism in quote, not baptism in real terms, okay? Baptism in quote. He received that kindling within his spirit at that particular time. So John was carrying something very different. Because his birth was also announced. True or false? True or false? Not many births were announced in the scriptures. But when it came to John, his birth was announced. It tells you that how special his assignment on earth was. And even in the reference of Jesus, Jesus was speaking about him. He said, there is no greater prophet than John the Baptist. Jesus referred to him. So back to the scripture. John is saying that this word was with God. And that word is also God. So it means that the word which was with God is actually God himself. Hey. Are we together? You know, sometimes when you look at this, it makes it, it, that's why I talked about the scripture, I talked about my theme as wonderful Jesus because he's so wonderful to be seen as the very content, okay, in everything we are looking at. Read this scripture. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. It's God. So, anything he chooses to manifest himself in, that particular thing becomes him. Hey. Can I say this again? Anything he chooses or any vessel he chooses to manifest himself in, that thing becomes him. Hey, are we, are we here? Yes, sir. Are we here? If he chooses to manifest himself... In you. That's why he said, yeah, God. Why? Because he manifests himself in us. Jesus said, is it not written in your law that ye are God's and all of you are the servants of the most high? So by, if he chooses to enter this house, that's what we call the house of God. <laughs> yes. If he enters your house, your house becomes house of God. 
That's him. Anyway, that is why he is the word and he became flesh and the word was God and the same word was with him. So whatever, if he comes into your car right now, your car becomes his house. Are you following my saying? Anything that he decides to walk into, that's why I call him wonderful. Anything he decides to get into, when he possesses or he enters that place, that place changes. Yes. Yes. It's as simple as that. Joseph, that's, if he walks into your room, your room becomes his habit. That room becomes the room of God. That is why in the olden times, when it comes to the Holy of Holies, they believed that, and that was literally what it was, because that was where the presence of God was concentrated. So if you want to experience him, you have to go there. That's why, because he's there, they call the place the Holy of Holies, because that's where he is. God is holy. That's where he's resident. So if somebody wants to encounter him, you cannot encounter him in your house. But today, you can lift up a song in your room and as you are worshipping him, as you are lifting his sin, before you realize his presence has engulfed the place. He has entered the place. And when he comes there, anything that is a foreign material must disappear. Oh, you didn't hear what I said. Amen. Are you following what I'm saying? Yes. yes. So your house can be a house of God. Your house can be a house of God. Why do we call here the house of God? Why do we call here that way? And we don't call here a house of whatever, but we call here house of God. Why do we call here? But this is where God's people gather. This is where we believe we come to experience him in, in a corporate way. Okay? We come to experience him as a body. We come to experience him as his children. We come to uh, experience him as his own people who have gathered in his presence. That's why we call this place the house of God. Go to verse 2. Please understand these things. It's so wonderful that God decides, look at this. He was in the beginning with God. He's still talking about the word. And you know, this same word is Jesus we are dealing with. But by the revelation that John received, he was made to understand that he is the word. So anybody who has the word does not only have him but has the father oh are you following what I'm saying that's why when you have the word you are, you are too powerful anybody who is a carrier of the word is too powerful you are like a ballistic missile waiting to explode you know why because when you have the word you can manifest <laughs> is somebody learning something when you are a carrier of the word you can manifest and the word you can manifest for people to behold you it means carriers of the word can never be covered and the word became flesh the, the, when you are a carrier of the word you are expressible if there is any word like that you can express yourself 
Your, your showing forth can be visible. Your manifestation is clear. There's no doubt about your manifestation. Because the word, let's go to verse, verse 3. The word became flesh. The Bible said he was with God in the beginning. If he was with God in the beginning, that means they were there before the beginning began. Okay? Like we said, let's start here. By the time we're starting here, we're already here. Two of us. Come on. Are you here? By the time church is starting, we're already here. So the fact that the Bible said, in the, doesn't mean that that was when the beginning started. No. They were already existent. When we saw the program began, when the program began, the people were there. Are you following? So don't get confused. When the Bible said, in the beginning, that does not mean that that was when they showed up. No. They were already existing. And that was when they decided to kickstart the earth. That's when they decided to let things start working. That's it. Before a bank will open their door, the staff is already inside. They started at 8 o'clock. That's when the public could see them. But they were already functioning inside. So God was already functioning before the earth began. Clap your hands for the Lord. Alright. Now, John is again telling us one very fantastic thing. What again is he referring to? I'm trying to show you how wonderful Jesus is. I'm trying to point to you how wonderful Jesus is. To the extent that all these descriptions and things we are seeing, it refers to him. Look at this one. The Bible said, all things were made through him. So it means that carriers of the word. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. It means every carrier of the word of God. God can produce anything through you. Ah, that was a good place to clap. I said, God can do what? Oh, you are not in this service tonight. God can produce everything through your life. You're not saying amen. Yes, that's what you're reading. All things were made through who? Through the word. So anybody, I told you, anybody that the father or God chooses to, any place chooses to enter becomes his habitation. So if all things were made through him, he's talking about who here? Talking about Jesus. That's what the song is. When we have Jesus, we have everything. Because when you have him, the father can do everything through you. He can take over nations. He can destroy demons. He can build. He can pull down. He can throw down. Oh, he can plant. He can establish. He can raise things. He can even use it to raise dead people because he is money. All things. Nothing was left. Nothing was left. Nothing was left. Have we seen how powerful God has made you? Come on. Have we seen how powerful he has made you? And sometimes you sit down and you walk as if the devil deceives you and gets you into high deception for you to believe that there's nothing good about you. It's a lie. I said what? It's a lie. All things were made. So when God looks at you and you have this clear understanding, your spiritual mind is open, he manifests in you and he begins to do amazing things through your life. That's why when Jesus came, he modeled everything Adam was designed by God to do that he couldn't do. See Adam, God was doing, God was naming animals through him. He named something, God won't change it. 
Because this one is a cat. God will never change it. It has been a cat from, from that time to today. It has never changed. A spirit man has so much vocabulary that he could give names to things and he never ran out of it. Why? Because the kind of flow from heaven through him was not that which had limitation. I prophesy to somebody who can shout an amen. Whatever limited you has take, been taken from the way. Amen. That's what it is. So your spirit man now begins to pray differently. Look at the scripture. All things were made through him. That's why when you are such a person, nothing happens without God routing you through you. That's why in the book of Amos, the Bible says, the Lord does nothing except, except, except he has revealed it. Except. Why? Because he chooses to manifest himself in them. They are his mouthpiece. So he won't do anything without his mouthpiece. <laughs> yes. Anything a government wants to do, they have spokespersons. Come on, are you here? Are you here? Anything a government wants to do, they have spokespersons. They are the people who comes to announce. Even if, even if the, the, their leader makes a statement and people don't even understand, they are the people who are mandated to come and explain. They explain. So, so when God wants to do something, he has mandated you. Oh, you didn't hear that. He, he has mandated you to be the channel and the avenue through whom or through which everything he wants to say, he announces it. May God begin to announce things through your life. Amen. Oh, I said, may God begin to announce great things through your life. Amen. And may God also use you to execute great things on earth. Amen. Yes. And without him, look at that, was not anything made that was made. <laughs> that story shall be told of you after today. Amen. I said, this word shall be told of you after today. Amen. See, I be, believe. Because Jesus was a manifested word when he got into the boat of Peter and there was nothing, the boat was empty. When Jesus said, the father manifested abundance through his son immediately. And they said, what manner of man in this is this? When he rebuilt the wind and the storm, he said, even the wind and the storms obey him. Because out of him was the thing created. Oh, you didn't hear what I said. Out of him was everything created. So when the master creator is standing there and he speaks to what he has created, they must respond. I prophesy to you after today that may the hand of the Lord come upon you that every word that proceeds from your mouth, the earth will respond. Amen. I said the earth will respond. Amen. The creator shall respond to you Amen. because you are functioning as the one the heaven has conditioned and appointed to be on earth. It's a mystery. Jesus is so wonderful. Clap your hands for Jesus. So wonderful. The fact John is talking about this thing concerning the son. Yes. Explaining a lot of things about Jesus Christ. <laughs> and without him was not anything made that was made. The Bible says that, I think in the book of Ephesians, if I'm right, the Bible said, all things were made by him and they are for him, whether thrones, whether dominion, whether principalities, whether powers, 
all these things, the Bible said, all things, copy, please roll it on the screen for us. It said, all things were made by him and they are for him. The day I saw that scripture, I said, ah, the devil will become cheap now. He says, all things were made by him and they are for him. Now he began to break it down. He said, whether throne, whether dominion, whether principalities, whether powers, look at this. Colossians, rather, thank you. Colossians, let's go, let's go. Let's go, everybody, ready? Uh-huh. Colossians 1.16, ready, go, uh-huh. 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 He said visible and invisible. <laughs> Continue, uh-huh. Whether thrones or dominion, uh-huh. Principalities or powers. Look at that. He said what? All things were what? Ah, uh, you are not reading what All things were what? Created through him and what? And for him. That's a good place to clap. Don't forget Colossians 1.16. So when you get yourself into that place, please, when you get yourself into that place and you are, you are doing warfare, you begin to quote the scripture. When you quote it, the devil knows that what you have quoted is legal. You see, you cannot quote an illegal word and try to unsettle the devil with it. Because the devil knows the scripture. Don't make a mistake. The devil quoted scriptures to the word. Eh? I said, the devil quoted scriptures to the word. He, when he made the word, he was talking to the word about the word. Oh, you didn't hear that one. I said, <laughs> when he encountered the word, he spoke to the word about the word. And the word responded to the word. Yes. <laughs> yes. Even the word quoted the word, and you, you quote the word. What will you quote? So when you are praying, you are in warfare, and you begin to dial the scripture and begin to proclaim the scripture. The devil knows that what you have said is a legal ground. Therefore, when you begin to dismantle satanic establishment, they must be dismantled. Because the word you are spoken, it is for God. And so when you stand for God, this scripture works for you. You didn't hear what I said. Yes. All things were made by him. Whether they are visible or you don't see them. So you will declare all invisible spirits in my family. You know that God made you. You are for him. Therefore, you have no legal ground to operate. When you begin to speak, they know that what you have said, you know what you are saying. Oh, yes. It's like they give you an exam question. Or they throw a question at you and you are supposed to respond. The one who asks you the question, you know the answer. So whilst you are speaking, those who go for the science and masters, while they are speaking, they know that what they are saying is correct or not. You who don't know, you might think the person says something out of, out of context. But by the time, if the one who is responding and the one who is receiving, the recipient knows that what the responder is saying is correct. So by the time he finishes, he can pass. Or he can say you have failed. Because you didn't answer correctly. Similarly, in the realm of the spirit, when you are battling with, with entities and you are quoting scriptures, the, the law by which you are battling, when I talk about the law, I'm talking about the scriptures. The scriptures by which you are battling, you have to quote your scriptures right. You have to quote it right. Now, roll us back. Let's leave Colossians. So, you can keep Colossians somewhere in your spirit in some corner. Keep it there. For your warfare purposes. You keep it for warfare. Let's finish it. I have just five minutes and we are praying. 
So all things were made by him without was not anything made that was made. Now how do you understand the scripture? Let me take it in another way. It, it simply means that in your house, there cannot be any demonic establishment that will thrive when you are present there. Look at the scripture. Nothing was made without him. Nothing means nothing. Last I told you, nothing means no thing. I told you. Okay. Nothing means no thing. It means no thing. That's it. No thing. That's all. So there cannot be anything the enemy positions and brings into manifestation when you are present. And without him. So anything that has been established without you is an illegality. Next verse, I'll close with that. This is where the message is. He says, in him was life. In him. It means this Jesus is talking about. The one that through whom all things were made. The one that without him was not anything that made that was made. That same person also has something he gives. That is life. Look at it carefully. <laughs> He gives life. It means that the very thing that gives recognition, the very thing that gives definition to anything is him. Without him, you cannot have distinction definition to anything. You see, when life is taken out of you, you are called something different. As soon as life leaves you, you, are become, you become different. When life leaves anything, it becomes useless. So what actually makes us useful is in him. Oh. That life that is in Christ or is in Jesus or is in the word, that is what gives us definition. That is what actually attests to the fact that we are living and we are alive. If you lose that kind of life that he gives, you can't get anything. It also means that without his life that he gives, you are dead. You can't be existent on this earth without the life that comes from the word. I'm closing in a minute. Look at this. And that life becomes the light of men. See? The same life that he gives, that life becomes, or that life produces illumination. That life becomes produces or provides access for earthly navigation. You cannot thrive on the earth. You cannot find your way on earth without his life, which is light. So the same life he gives, that life also produces light. That's what I'm saying. It's that he gives you a pen. But the pen he gives you, he shows you what to do with the pen. 
So you are not only having a pen in your hands. In other words, you are not just having a car, but the car he gives you, he gives you what the car needs to run. So he doesn't only give you life, but he gives you anything that the life must be constituted in order for it to be operational. That's what I'm saying. So the life that he gives you, that life becomes light because without light, men cannot exist. Yes. Imagine the whole world is full of darkness. Isaiah says, and the gross darkness covered the people. But as for you, the Lord shall arise upon you. The Lord shall arise upon you. He said, gross darkness, the people. But he was not talking about you as the people. No. That's why he said, when it comes to you, the Lord shall arise. I pray that light will come into your spirit. Amen. It is this same light that generates the light you need in your spirit man to be able to make right choices. It is this same light. That is what enables you to make right choices. It enables you to know where to go and where not to go. It is this same light that opens up your spirit man and causes you to behold the father. Because the father is a light. Light gives birth to light. That's it. I'm closing in 30 seconds. This is the third time I'm closing. So I'm as close. Produces that light. After today, get to a point in your spirit man where you know that you you are a custodian of the wonderful Jesus. When you have him on your inside, when he takes his place in your life, you become too complicated for the devil to box up. have been blessed by this broadcast contact me on phone via plus 233 244 6942 Follow me on my social media platforms, Facebook page at Prophet William Addison Podcast and subscribe to my YouTube channel, Instagram handle and Twitter handle at Prof. Willie, that is P-R-O-P-H-W-I-L-L-I-E at Prof. Willie. And if you're not born again and you listen to this broadcast and you want to give your life to Christ, say this prayer after me. Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I am a sinner and I ask for your forgiveness. I believe you died for my sins and rose from the dead. I turn from my sins. I trust you and follow you as my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you.